Good morning, everybody. There's a lovely dog right here in front of me, and um, he's watching me very carefully, but I'm watching him also, so all is well, okay? <laughs> so this year, uh, 2020, the gospel reading that you hear most weeks comes from what gospel? Which one? Pardon? Which one? Come on, which one did it come from? Matthew, Matthew, okay. It's usually, this year, it's Matthew's gospel. And Matthew's gospel is often referred to as, as a teaching gospel, uh, the teaching of Jesus. But you find the teaching of Jesus in the other gospels as well as, as, well as in Matthew's. The difference really is that in Matthew's gospel, Matthew is more organized. So you have, in Matthew's gospel, with regard to the teaching of Jesus, you have five different blocks of teaching, okay? And the one that's most interesting, especially from our perspective, is the first one, uh, which of course, you know it already, it's the Sermon, it's the sermon on the Mount. Because the Sermon on the Mount, it's all, about, it's all about human behavior, okay? It's all about how you, how you react to people around you and also how you react, how you react to the world. So if you listen to Deacon Tommy's uh, reading today, you just got a, a little snippet, if you will, of, of the Sermon on the Mount. And it's interesting because it says, he says, just to, to sort of quote what, was, what Tommy said this morning, he says, you've heard it was said, uh, you shall not kill, okay? And then he goes on to say, but I say to you, uh, anybody who gets angry with his brother in his heart uh, has already sinned, okay? Or the same with the yard to adultery, okay? You've heard it says you shall not commit adultery. But anybody who, uh, anybody who looks at a woman with lust has already committed adultery with her in his heart. Initially, see, he's quoting Old Testament morality. The emphasis was upon the law. And he says, this is the way it was in the past, but I'm calling you to a higher standard. As my followers, I'm calling you to a higher standard. It's not just about breaking the law, it's about what's going on in here. Because it all emerges, it all emerges from the heart, okay? The heart is sort of the good and evil both emerge from the heart. Unfortunately, when we think of uh, evil, we usually think of what we have done or what we have failed to do. We don't think about what's going on in here. It's interesting, as a priest here in confessions, usually people are talking about what they have done or what they haven't done, okay? People very, it's unusual to hear people talk about the heart and about, about pride or jealousy or anger or bitterness or any of that. A lot of that stuff, we don't take it too seriously. But yet Jesus is saying, if you really want to be part of my kingdom, look inward and look at what's going on. So my advice to you this morning is that the Sermon on the Mount is it's sort of the, the high point of, of Jesus' teaching in terms of how we live our lives. So I, I just suggest that you might take the time during the week to read it in its entirety. It's just two chapters, but it really tells you what you should be doing or not doing as a Christian, okay? And so that's the Sermon on the Mount. So unfortunately today I have to shift gears talking about the Sermon on the Mount, now I'm going to talk about the Sermon on the A-Mount, which is a slightly different thing. Because, as you know, uh, if you looked at your pews today, you'll notice an, an envelope at the end of the pew, because today we have our annual uh, Catholic appeal 
for the Diocese of Orlando. And for those of you who are visitors from elsewhere, I'm sure that whatever diocese you belong to, this time of the year, almost every diocese has an appeal, where the bishop of the diocese appeals directly to the people of the diocese to support his different ministries and his programs. So this happens to be our day, and I've been doing this for years, and every year I used to sort of sweat it out, you know, tell, telling people about what the diocese does or doesn't do, and we uh, sort of worn out afterwards. So thanks be to God with modern technology, because now we can sort of sit back and let the bishop talk to himself. So that's exactly what he's going to do. So I'm inviting you to sit back, get some cup, cup, cup popcorn, and let's just hear, hear our bishop. My sisters and brothers in Christ, what God has prepared for those who love him. The mystery of God is his plan for the salvation of his people, for you and for me. This mystery is revealed to us through Jesus Christ and his journey to the cross. Jesus' power is the tenderness of his very heart, which gives life to us. God does not act like the powerful of the earth. He humbles himself to welcome each one of us in our human frailty, our own uncertainty. God is close to us like a loving father, a caring mother, a shepherd who loves his sheep. A person merciful to the stranger, God seeks us always to be in a relationship with him, a relationship of love because God is love. I ask you to consider this relationship, this beautiful gift bestowed upon us in baptism, a seed placed upon our soul, that we might love each other as God loves us. That love blossoming forth yields the ministries supported by you who choose to participate through our Catholic appeal. Seminary for me has been one of the greatest adventures of my life. And who would have thought, you know, something so regulated, something so uh, disciplined, uh, that it would bring me so much freedom. They grow every day, they're formed every day. It's beautiful to watch their, their response of love become uh, a priest of God. The financial support you offer forms our seminarians who become priests and pastors of your parishes. It celebrates the religious sisters whose ministries quench the thirst within us. It journeys with the men who are ordained deacons to serve our parish communities and those who are outside the walls to bring them the gift of God's love. I get to talk to the people from La Cueva a lot and they're like, look, we don't have to hike and we don't have to go do this to get water. We have water here and they're just so grateful. It doesn't matter if I talk to them a hundred times, they always will say, thank you. Thank you for being here. Thank you for coming. Each gift you give provides for the training of our teachers and catechists so they are prepared to assist you with the spiritual growth of your children. It's been an amazing experience, especially going to Mass every week. It really makes it much easier to incorporate Jesus and religion into everyday learning. Catholic education gives a foundation for the entire life of a person. And we are so grateful for every donor that comes forward 
because they're not just touching today, they're touching a lifetime. Faith formation is the process of handing on the teachings of Jesus Christ. It's more than just a class, it's more than just a program. It is an, ultimately an invitation from Jesus Christ for a fulfillment of all of our desires. The music really plays such an integral and important role in the Mass. Really, we truly have the presence and we believe the presence of Christ is here. And that Eucharist sitting to my left is so powerful that you only want to give the best and you only want to give the highest of quality. The smallest amount is your offering to God to evangelize his people and help us to trust in God that we might live. The homeless, the hungry, the forsaken are blessed by our offering to God. At the point in time that I came to Pathways to Care, um, I was really at my lowest, lowest part. It was like the facility or the medical care place that said, yes, even with all his conditions and his, his medical issues, we will accept him. That was important. That's what I'm grateful for. The, 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 the particular, excuse me, that they would believe me and that they, would, that they would treat me like a real person, a real, not as a client, but just as a human being. My sisters and brothers in Christ, we are called to be the source of peace, of hope, and of love within all our human society, renewing our world in Christ and collaborating with Christ to transform his people into the kingdom of God. This kingdom was revealed as present in the person and actions of Jesus Christ. This kingdom is ours to also fulfill with God through the ministries supported by our Catholic appeal, which invite him into our daily living. Please support our Catholic appeal. May we come to know what God has prepared for us who love him. The Lord be with you. And may the blessing of Almighty God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit descend upon you and remain with you forever. Amen. So hopefully that video give you, give you a good uh, insight into our diocese and what takes place. And uh, once again, I was just a little disappointed with it because I always look for myself in, in the video and I wasn't there, so. <laughs> Who knows, maybe next year or the year after, you know, we just live in hope. Anyway, there are 90 parishes, 90 parishes in the Diocese of Orlando. We're one of the larger parishes. And uh, so every parish gets an assessment for the year. Our assessment this year, and, uh, not easy for me to say this, but it's, uh, our assessment is $698,000. Uh, it's a mouthful, in other words. Uh, you might say, well, that's, that's a hefty assessment. Well, it, it is, but uh, the bottom line is we're a large parish and uh, one of the better, more affluent parishes in the diocese. Uh, so I think we can make our goal. Uh, the bottom line is we have the money, let's face it. 
it just happens to be in your pockets, let's face it, okay, that's, 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 that, that's the problem. So hand it over, please, hand it over, okay? Anyway, anyway, um, we have made our assessment every year so far, so really, I'm here to, to do two things, really. First of all, to those of you who year after year after year have been so faithful, just on behalf of the bishop and the diocese to say thank you. Uh, you know, you do it quietly, but you do it and do it generously, and we're very grateful for that. I'm also here to say that, you know, unfortunately, it's only a segment of our parish that, that participates. So to those of you who, keep, who are keeping the money in your pockets, uh, you might want to consider, we're not telling you what kind of uh, pledge to make, but to make some pledge, it's really a way of saying that you believe in the diocese, you believe in the bishop. We have a great diocese, so uh, why not be sort of a part of the larger church and express it by, by, your, by your donation? Uh, most of you got your envelope in the mail, so hopefully you're returning it either to the diocese or completed, of course, either to the diocese or to the parish. And if perchance you didn't get a, a pledge envelope in the mail, I ensured that there should be, should be able to pick up one at the end of the, end of the pew. Uh, take it home, don't be afraid, pick it up. Take it home, uh, complete it, and send it back to us, and we'll be eternally gr grateful. I mean, the bottom line is that uh, we're trying to build the kingdom of God in our midst. And the more participation we have, uh, I think the more we not just express our love for God and for one another, but the more together we help to build up that kingdom on earth. Amen.